Welcome back to I'd Rather Be at the Beach, brought to you by me. I'm Simon and I run the Bonjour Agency. If you work in an independent school, then this is the podcast for you, where we don't talk about work, but we do talk to people in the independent school sector. Now, today I'm at the independent school show Summer Fair at the Hurlingham Club in London. It's a beautiful sunny day. I've walked here from the train station. I'm just about to... <laughs> There's some friendly people over there. Uh, I'm about to walk inside and find out what's going on at this event. So come with me as we find out how everyone's getting on at this year's Summer Fair. There's a definite buzz going on inside and everybody seems to be having a good time. And straight away I see David Wellesley Wesley. This is his event. David, new Hi. friend. Yeah, how are you doing? Very good, how are you? Good, very good indeed, thanks. Very good. Actually, we're recording right now. So um, here we are sort of 10 <clears> minutes into the start of it. Uh, how are you feeling right now? It's filling up. It's filling up. And um, for the first time in 17 years, we have a slightly different challenge on our hands, which is that we actually had to stop ticket sales. Gosh. So it's going to be a very, very busy day. That's a great success factor. Um, what do people come here for? I mean, what, what sort of things are they asking uh, schools that are exhibiting here? I think that they're just, they're just hungry for, um, for information about, about the school that would be you know, right for their children. And... Um, this is a good place to come. You get a lot of answer, you know, questions answered, and um, hopefully it'll be a very kind of you know engaged audience and a very helpful bunch of schools. I'm sure it will be. Well, I'm going to walk around and speak to a couple of the exhibitors here, uh, but in the meantime, I'll leave you to it. Thanks, okay. David. <laughs> David was wearing a very sharp suit, and I think he's had his hair cut for this event because he's looking really on point. Okay, so as you walk in, there are various exhibition stands which are promoting services directly to the parents like Tatler School Guide, Collins, different companies promoting their tuition services. And then you step into the main area where all of the schools are. This place really is beautiful. Hello, Tom. How are you? Good to see you. Are you well? Uh, very good indeed, good. thanks. Very, good. very good. Are you, are you recording something? Uh, I am, but I'm here with, with Tom Dawson uh, from, from Sunningdale. Uh, so how are you finding the events going? Yeah, fantastic venue. You know, lovely place to be. Uh, just starting and lots of interest, so it's great. Yeah, really Excellent. Good. Well, we're right at the start. Um, so what are you hoping to get from this? Just meet some people, a bit of brand awareness, um, and just get out there a little bit. New inquiries coming in, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll leave you to it, but hopefully you'll have a good event. Perfect. Nice to see you. You too. So just been talking to Mark Carter from RMS for Girls. That's Royal Masonic School. Uh, at least they're moving away from the Royal Masonic branding, I think. I think they're mainly calling themselves RMS. I guess because of slightly negative connotations with uh, Freemasonry and things like that. I don't know, though. But I've left him to it because uh, I was having a, a, a good fun chat with him and then a couple of prospective parents came along. And uh, it's only right and proper to step back and leave him to talk to them. I see Sherborne School and Sherborne Girls. They've got a combined stand. Uh, they, they, they've got a good number of people on their stand right now, so I'll leave them to it. I'll come back and chat to Karen later. Got two very cheerful staff here from Queenswood School. Hello, both of you. How are you? Hello, not too bad. How are you? Uh, I'm very good indeed, thanks. Very good. You're suddenly looking a bit terrified. There's a microphone. <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> tell me what actually why you choose to come to exhibit at the Independent School Show Summer Fair. Um, because it's a great opportunity to sell our school to London families and to convince them that although we're a boarding school just outside the M25, they can actually get here on a daily basis as well as board. So it's a great opportunity to talk to wonderful London families. I love it. Yeah, I almost feel like you're trying to sell this to me right now. Uh, whereabouts is Queenswood? So we are just north of London in Hertfordshire, not far from Potter's Bar, 
in a place called Brookmans Park. Now, around that part of the world, you've, you've, you've got quite a lot of competition on your hands there, haven't you? Stiff competition, but we welcome the competition because we know how fantastic Queenswood is. <laughs> what a great answer, Donna. I love it. Um, and Caroline, tell me something you're hoping to get from this event. I think it's just a chance to speak to lots of different families, get them to come and see us. I think sometimes what you see in literature and everything, until you come and visit somewhere, you don't actually know how special we are. So I think that's what we're after. Excellent. Well, Caroline Noon and Donna Cresswell, thank you both very much. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm looking at DLD's exhibition stand. I'm wondering whether... Uh, hello, by the way. I'm Simon from I'd Rather Be at the Beach. Uh, I'm wondering whether Irfan's going to be coming by later on. He will be. He'll be coming by after lunch. I thought he might be. He, he's very good at these events. He's very good at speaking to people, isn't he? He's definitely a good source for us of coming out and speaking to families. This is what he does. I've got Sam here with me as well. Hello, Sam. I'm Simon from I'd Rather Be at the Beach. Um, this location that you're in, yep. it, this is a great spot. Do you get to choose where you're going to be? Uh, no, no, no. This was kind of given to us by Ben, but I said we've got a kind of great relationship with them. Um, yeah, we've submitted a number of times at, at their events, and they're always always great. So um, yeah, we've got, got a really good, got a really good placement this year, and uh, yeah, hopefully we get a lot of interest. And are you in charge of marketing, or I'm responsible for marketing at DOD? Yeah. What would you say your, your biggest? Uh, if, if I give you a magic wand, and you're able to to resolve one thing, whatever that might be, what would you choose? Bigger budget, bigger budget, that would be nice. <laughs> bigger budget, that's fair enough. Let's have a chat with Irfan when he arrives and uh, see if he can do that. It'll be around later on this afternoon, so yeah, really. Thank you, Sam. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Nice meeting you, cheers. So that was Sam and Janae from DLD. Janae's in charge of admissions there. What a fabulous name. I see Tara from Downhouse. Hello, Tara, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Simon? I'm very well. Look at you running away from the microphone. We did a whole podcast together and now you're running away. No, I... I uh... <laughs> This is great fun. It's great to be here. It's nice to see you here. Oh, it's good to be. You know, everyone seems to be in a really good mood. Maybe that's just because the weather is really good today, but everyone, everyone seems to be happy. It's a nice buzz, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, there so really is. There's many different types of schools here as well, which is excellent. And this is a great venue as well. This is beautiful. I've never been here before. We hold our ball here, actually, for parents. So I was here Ooh. very recently. Lucky me. Oh, very nice. <laughs> well, I used to live just around the corner from here as well. Oh, did you? Darling, this used to be my local. No, it didn't. I've never been here. You've never been here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, now someone's saying something here. Oh, they're saying the first talk is at 10.15. So looking at your stand, you're, you're right next to Radley College. I know you, you do some work with Radley College, like in a partnership anyway. Yeah. It's, so is that accidental or is that intentional? It's actually very intentional. So um, I've, I've spoken to you before about having a... We, we have a strategic partnership between the two schools, which is working really, really well. So just this year, Radley and Downhouse have done over 70 seven zero events together. So both socially, academically, on a whole range of different platforms. And actually, I've started taking this into the admissions um, area as well. So uh, Radley and Downhouse when we're at admissions fairs or traveling abroad, we are setting up together. The next step, of course, would be to, uh, to do some kind of joint banner, but we're just going gently at the moment. But it sends a really strong message to other schools that we are together, that we are supporting each other and very much in partnership. So it's exciting. I, I love that. I love that. Because, of course, Radley is, is all boys and you're all girls. Exactly. So a perfect partnership. And, and, you know, the more I get to know Radley, our values and our ethos are very, very similar. Awesome. Excellent. Well, Tara, it's great to talk to you. I'll Pleasure. talk to you later. See you later. That was Tara Reeve, uh, Director of Admissions at Downhouse. Actually, fun fact, Downhouse was the first school that came on board with us when we launched our new podcasting service. I, I think that it was Tara who said to me, Simon, we, we want a podcast. We want to go live with it next week. Can you do that? 
my immediate answer was yes. And I remember thinking to myself, I've got no idea how we're going to do that. Sophie Walker from Royal Hospital School. Sophie, this is twice in two weeks now I've seen you at, a, at an exhibition like this. We're going to start talking. Yeah, of course, last time it was suppliers exhibiting two schools. Now it's schools exhibiting two to their prospective parents. Families, yeah. I mean, we've already had one lead this morning. Family uh, interested in sailing, a sailing school for their children. So, yeah, it's a very well-targeted family, actually, for us. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and I saw on, on LinkedIn you had Tom Soper in not long ago. We have indeed, yeah. He was there at the weekend taking some lovely cricket shots for us. Very so. good, very good, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's always good seeing, seeing Tom popping up on LinkedIn. So shout out to Tom, because I know that he listens to this podcast, actually. I'd rather be at the beach. Now, actually, on the subject of podcasting, uh, and side note, Sophie has a podcast at Royal Hospital School, uh, which, which isn't managed by us, but I'm just wondering how you're finding it's all going. It's great. Sit Down with RHS is a very popular podcast for us. Um, yeah, the viewing rates are going up and up and up. And what we're finding, actually, we're doing a lot of our staff at the moment, and they are getting the top view, uh, top listens, should I say. Oh, the staff are? Interesting. Yes, people really. Like, the deputy head for us is our top podcast person. Okay, That's right. Well, he's in the yeah, number one spot at the moment. Yeah, so it's I think it's often somebody that they don't get to see very often, perhaps, and uh, people are intrigued by. Yeah. And do you find that when you ask some members of staff if they could be on a podcast, some say yes, absolutely, and others say absolutely never in a million years? We've not had someone say never. Some are more hesitant than others. But genuinely, once you put them at ease and say, actually, it's just talking about what you know and your subject and this is why, they're genuinely quite happy. A quick thought from you, or quick uh, comment from you, about schools that are thinking about having a podcast, but maybe they're needing a little bit of reassurance on it. What would you say to them? I just say it's just another medium for parents to get to know you and, and your school. You know, we've got all the social media channels, but the podcast is slightly separate. You know, people can just download them or on a walk and just they feel that they get to know members of staff or members of your community, your pupils, and it's just another way of getting to know the school. So if you've got the capacity and a little bit of budget, I would suggest it. Awesome. Thank you, Sophie. I'll leave you to it. I'll catch up with you later. It's good talking to Sophie about her podcast because that's not one that we manage. And it's good to understand how other schools are, are using their podcast, how well they're finding it's going for them. Because really, I don't want this podcast, I'd rather be at the beach. I don't, I don't want this to be like a, a sales pitch for why schools should get a podcast or, or why you should have a podcast through us. So it does make it good to be able to talk to her about her podcast without being too closely connected to it. There's David Wellesley Wesley walking past in his sharp suit and his very slick haircut. I see Will Phelps from Team School. He's the head. He's talking to a couple of interested prospective parents. I was at Team School not long ago. It's a beautiful school. It's kind of tucked away in Berkshire. And even if you drove past it, you wouldn't really know it's there. But like so many schools, when you step through the gates, you realize, gosh, there's huge grounds. And it's a, it's a completely beautiful place. It really is. I think a number of schools often feel like other people don't really know the extent of the grounds that they have. And uh, Team School is no exception to that just scanning the schedule of different events happening here, or different talks, I should say, at 10.30, Knightsbridge School. Then at 11 o'clock, St. Paul's School, they're giving a talk. 11.15, Jags, that's James Allen's girls' school. At 11.30, Ibstock Place. I was talking to Jules from Ibstock Place not long ago. 11.45, Weatherby Arts School. I don't know them at all. 12 o'clock, Francis Holland. And then the afternoon, Putney High, St. Paul's Girls, The Good Schools Guide. At 2.30, Queensgate School. That's a lovely school, that is and then Latimer Upper School and Dulwich College. So it really is a packed program of different talks. 
So I really do think genuinely that if parents are coming along to this, they're going to get a lot from it. Hello, McGee. Hello, McGee. I'm all right. How are you? I'm very good indeed. This very, is great, very, isn't it? It's, it's a great event. Yeah, it's buzzing. People seem it's, happy. And yeah, apparently it's going to be like this all day. Apparently I had a wonderful day yesterday. I, I was just talking to David, who organises it. Absolutely fantastic. And, you know, as it feel good, you know, yeah. doing it. Even, yeah. even Hurlingham looks gorgeous. Look at that. I mean, the croquet out there. You got the tennis, you know, around there. You got the cricket around the corner. Do you fancy playing? Just there. Oh, oh, oh yeah, loads. I play. Do you not play? Do you not play? What? Cro- croquet, croquet or tennis? Cricket, croquet, tennis. Cricket. Uh, I, I don't really play cricket. No. In fact, no. I'm not. I'm not very good at sport. I must admit. Okay. Well, no, we love it. We we, we have to bring it anyway because you know, sport, art, music, performance, and of course, a lot of work. A lot of work, of course. I can't yeah. Play hard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. Good to see you. This you is too. Amazing. That's Magoo from Knightsbridge. He's got more energy than he knows what to do with. He's a great guy. He really is. It's Lucinda from Falcons Free Prep. Hello, Lucinda. How are you? How's it all going here? Yeah, it's good. Really good. We're getting lots of interest. Wait, where's your stand then? Over there, Weatherby Arts School. Oh, okay. oh so Weatherby Arts. Okay, so Lucinda is um, or was at Falcons Free Prep and still is, but Falcons Free Prep is now... Alpha Plus Group, is that right? So I am working over at Head Office, helping them with the launch of Weatherby Arts, uh, which is opening in Olympia in September 2025. Really exciting new concepts for independent schooling where we focus on academic excellence uh, with the Weatherby name, um, along with an increased focus on the arts, creative arts, performing arts, so that our students will leave as fully well-rounded individuals with excellent academic results along with lots of experience and technical skills to equip them well for the creative industry should that be an area they want to move to. That all sounds very exciting. Are you working now then across a number of schools within the group or is it is, is, is this your focus? focus is Weatherby Arts. Um, I'm also helping with Weatherby Kensington um, and carrying on with Falcons Pre Prep. Okay, busy times. I'll leave you to it. Lucinda, thank you. That was Lucinda Jarvis. She's lovely. She really is. So, yeah, I was saying just then, um, Magoo from Knightsbridge School, uh, he's a great character. He, he, he founded the school, oh, I can't remember when, and decided to buy the building in Knightsbridge. I mean, I, I don't know how you go about buying a building that's big enough for a school in a place like Knightsbridge, but, but he did this a number of years ago. The school is thriving. Uh, he's appointed a, a, a head at the school, so he's no longer the head, but he is the principal there and the owner, I guess. And he's a real character in the school. So if you don't know Magoo, then check him out. He's a good guy to connect with. So really interesting. The first talk has just finished. That was Knightsbridge School. And the talks are held in the main atrium, which is it, it's immediately next to the exhibition area. Now the talks are broadcast over speakers, as you might imagine. But because the speakers all point in to exactly where the audience is, then if you're not sat down, you can't hear it at all. If you are sat down, you can hear it perfectly. So it's a really good combination because it's not like you get tucked off into a separate room for the talks. But equally, it's not like when someone's giving a talk, they are booming over all of the exhibitors. It's very well done. Really quite interesting the way that sound is kept just in this space here. It's just like a little bubble in which you can hear the uh, speakers giving their talks. It's mid-morning now and it really is getting busier and busier in the exhibition area. There's a good number of parents here. I think David was absolutely right when he said that they had to stop selling tickets. That's amazing. Now I'm going to pop outside and just get a little bit of fresh air for a moment. And there we are. It's nice to step outside and get a bit of fresh air. And that sunshine really is beautiful. I'm looking out over the cricket pavilion and it's gorgeous to be here. It really is.
Now, three different observations that I'm noticing while I'm in there. First of all, I really feel like schools need to be differentiating themselves more. The standard approach at these exhibition areas seems to be two pull-up banners and a table, maybe a goodie bag with some teddy bears. And this just means that schools aren't really standing out from each other. I mean, the venue here is beautiful, but if you really want your exhibition stand here to be more noticeable, then my advice actually, a really simple thing, is just to get some more light on it. The central atrium area here is, is beautifully light. There's lots of natural daylight coming through the windows, but the exhibition areas, that, despite being right next to the atrium, they, they don't have much natural light. So by taking your own lights to exhibit at this kind of an event will really make things stand out. My second thought here is that choosing who should be representing your school I think needs to be a much bigger deal than it currently seems to be. The default tends to be the director of admissions with the head, but are these necessarily the right people to be representing your school? Who else in your school might be a passionate member of staff? who would just really rave about your school in a really enthusiastic kind of way. Maybe it's someone like the head of drama, maybe it's a TA, maybe it's someone you wouldn't naturally think of at all. I guess my point though is that schools often put in a lot of time, effort and certainly money into these events, but the person who engages with the prospective parent is arguably your most important asset. And thirdly, if you're exhibiting here in the future, whether it's here or anywhere else for that matter, I would really encourage people to step away from being behind the table or to get rid of the table completely. It's, it's just a barrier between you and prospective parents. I realize it's practical. You can use it to hold the goodie bags and prospectuses and stuff like that. But come around to their side and be with them instead of having a, having a barrier between you and them. I remember when I used to exhibit at events in the past, the first thing I used to do was to take away the table uh, now, I appreciate you might actually need to have the table there, but nevertheless, to just to make sure that you're on the same side and not to have a barrier, and certainly not to just be sat down doing emails, which um, thankfully I haven't seen much of that going on at all. Right, I'm going to carry on stretching my legs out here for a few minutes before I head back inside. Right, that's enough of the fresh air. Let's get back inside again. One of the really good things that I'm noticing as I'm walking around here is that for all the right reasons, it's quite hard to speak to people on the exhibition stands, simply because there's a large number of prospective parents here. They are, if I say swamping the exhibition stands, that might sound a bit overly dramatic, but it just means that actually the people that I want to speak to, they're, they're all caught up in conversation. And clearly I'm not gonna go barging in, but for the schools that are here, that's a really good sign. We've got Waldingham School here, and I, I'm talking to Claire now. Hello, Claire, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm very good indeed, thank you. This is a podcast that I'm recording here. If I remember rightly, your drive is two miles long. Is that right? Uh, yes, it is. Um, and the train station is right at the end of that. So we have a train station within the school grounds that serves the public of Waldingham, but also serves our students. But we don't make them walk along that long drive. We send minibuses to come and get them. But a beautiful school as well. How, how long have you worked there for? Uh, so I've been at Waldingham about five and a half years, Yeah, in the admissions department the whole time. So... Yeah, it is an absolutely beautiful school. I think we're set, we've got about 700 acres of land, so that's why the drive is so long, because we like to put the school right in the middle of that, so that the girls feel like they're in the middle of nowhere, but actually they're quite well connected. 700 acres, that is just nuts, that really is. And tell me one thing you enjoy about working in admissions at school there. 
I think my favourite part of it is to see the students all the way through the process. So I meet them at events like this when they might be in year four or year five, and then I see them when they come to taster events, and then when they come and sit their exams with us, and by that time I'm quite familiar with them. And you can you know, alleviate their worries and make them feel comfortable. And then I see the successes that they have as they can move through the school as well. So it's seeing them right from the very beginning of their journey all the way through, which I really like. I love that. Claire Wall, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Really nice to speak to you. Thank you. Now, Alex from JAGS is now up on stage giving her talk. Somebody once said to me that quite often people don't remember so much about what you say. They remember how you said it. And she's doing a really good job of engaging with the audience and smiling a lot. I'm not saying that people won't rem remember what she's saying, but they'll definitely remember how she is on stage and how she makes them feel as well. That's really good. Uh, Marlborough College, this is James Lyon-Taylor. James, you're the Director of Admissions. Uh, how are you finding the event going so far? Excellent, yeah, we've had great, we're still early, we're at 11.30 or so, and we've had lots of visitors already. It's always a great show, um, good chance for parents to get an initial uh, sight of us and uh, a chance to ask any questions ahead of maybe visiting in person later in the year. Now, of course, you, you, you had the future queen attend your school as a student as well a long time ago. Well, I say a long time ago, she's not that old. Does that help or hinder the school when it comes to its own marketing? I, I, yeah, we're really grateful for all our old Morburians and any uh, messaging and support they can give us after the time they've left. So I think, yeah, we always value our old Morburians, um, well known or not. And now I know Jackie Loudon at Marlborough College, Malaysia, but I don't know if there's a strong connection at all between Marlborough College in the UK and Marlborough College in Malaysia. But how much collaboration is there between Marlborough College in the UK and overseas? The, the links are very strong. So they're our sister school. It's not a franchise. Uh, so it's quite different to some other schools that have set up overseas. Um, and we work closely with them as a school. So and our pupils are going to chance to do an exchange in year nine um, with, with Malaysia. So we had, I think, about 50 children going over um, to Malaysia and, and, and vice versa. They joined us. Um, and so those connections are really strong, both for staff and, and pupils. Um, have you been out there yourself at all? I haven't had a chance to visit. Our deputy head is there at the moment speaking at a pastoral conference over there, but no, I haven't had a chance to visit. It will certainly be on the, the list um, as going forward. And I imagine that post-COVID, that's, uh, that's a little bit easier now because it was a tight lockdown, Malaysia and Singapore, wasn't it? It was challenging with the, the border crossing between Singapore. Lots of people's come to MCM from uh, Singapore and they, that was challenging. But I think now the borders are open and uh, it makes it much more easy for them to, to peoples to travel back and forth. Maybe you can move out there and uh, <laughs> work out there. Potentially, potentially. <laughs> James, I'll leave you to it. Nice Thank to talk to you. Much. Thank you. I see Tom Rogerson as seen on Sky TV recently. What was it like being on TV? Um, Nerve-wracking. Yeah. I wasn't given an easy ride at all. She was quite... Did you watch it? Uh, I, I watched some of it. Uh, I saw what you put on LinkedIn. AI is clearly a hot topic right now. But, but what was it like leading up to... You know, how much notice did you have that you were going to be on TV? Uh, they told me probably about an hour and a half before I was on. Oh, That's no, not a lot of time. About, maybe about two hours. I've never been on TV before. I've done lots of my own webinars. I've done about 30 of my own webinars. A bit like you, you know. Um, it's very easy um, to ask the questions. And uh, I know so you might not think that, but I think it's very easy to ask questions. It's actually really quite difficult to make sense as a, as a punter commenting on something. So it was pretty nerve wracking. Lots of ums and uhs. As you know, I'm a bit sort of uh, worried about ums and uhs on podcasts. Uh, I think we, there we go, <laughs> I think we did a good job. I think you did a very good job. Now tell me something about being here. Uh, I see you're not walking around with a guitar, a, a guitar at this event. It's a little bit different though, isn't it? Yeah, you, you know what, I walked in with my pink and blue hat trying to attract attention and it's not that vibe. It's not a, it's not a sort of uh, a clown show like um, some other 
ISS uh, things are. Um, it's much more sensible, much more Hurlingham Club. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to just be sensible and normal and stand by my stand and just behave. But I've only been here for about eight minutes, so that's probably going to change in about five. But I guess the nature of this event being on a weekday when children aren't here, as opposed to the fantasy event, which is at the weekend when children often come along, probably by its very nature changes the, the feel of the show anyway. Without children, you mean? Without children, yeah. Uh, yeah, completely. And that's why I have to be sensible because there's only... You don't have to be sensible, Tom. It seems to be very sensible. and I'm I'm next to some very sensible schools, and it's making me quickly feel like I need to be extremely unsensible. Uh, But no, you're right. No children here. It's it's not meaningless, but it means less to me. It it means a bit less. But the ISS are fantastic people, and they're making it all uh, fantastic for us. Lots and lots of prospective customers here. Extremely good show. Uh, I'm very, very impressed, but no children means, um, you know, some, it's a different, not, not many, it's a different show because no children. Well, Tom, given that you just arrived, I'll leave you to grab a coffee or do whatever you want to do, but it's great to talk to you. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. See you soon. Well, I think my time here is done, so I'm going to scoot back outside, get back to the train station and hop back to the home office, stepping back out into some fresh air. I must say, it's been... It's been great to be here again and to catch up with people and to find out really how the event's going, what people are getting from the event, how they are, again, as always, looking to differentiate themselves, some more successfully than others. I think one of the biggest differences between this event and the event in Battersea is that this one is on a school day, so there are no children here at all, whereas at Battersea you often get whole families coming along. Therefore, the exhibitors often put on facilities for children and entertainment for the, for, the, for the children so that the parents can have a meaningful conversation. This has got a much more kind of grown-up feel to it. It's, it's in a very snazzy location, and it all together feels really quite... Well, if I say sophisticated, I, I don't mean that the Battersea event is not sophisticated, but it's just got a slightly more grown-up feel to it. But I do really feel like schools need to be finding ways to differentiate themselves a little bit more. So whether it's this event or any other exhibition that you're planning on going to in the UK or overseas, then I just really encourage you to find a way to to stand out from your competition, not just as a way of getting a competitive edge, but to make it a, a better experience for the people that are coming along to these kind of events, to the prospective parents, to enable them to feel like there's a real identifying feature to each of the exhibitors that they talk to. But certainly, as I close this podcast episode now, it really does feel like this event is a, is a buoyant event. I think that despite the, the threat of VAT on school fees, the, the whole market seems to be very buoyant. The independent school sector seems to be a very happy one, and people seem to be getting on very well with each other and with prospective parents here. So uh, I will love them and leave them. And in the same breath, I will love you and leave you on this podcast episode as well. Now, if you would like to be a guest on a future podcast episode, then please do drop me a message. I'm Simon at thebonjouragency.com. We make podcasts for school marketing to help connect you with your school community to drive up new inquiries from prospective parents. To find out more, then just check out our website, thebonjouragency.com, or you can give me a call on 020-7858-2246. But in the meantime, the next episode is coming out soon, so click that option to follow or subscribe, and it just means you won't miss it. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.